0: Good Up is our space to talk about those experiences in life we didn't know we all had in common. We're the after-work, happy-hour conversation with your best friend.
1: you good up like, hello!
0: The place where you bring up the hard parts of life, the ones that made you laugh, and the things that made you who you are. Because who said becoming Good Up wasn't a little bit uncomfortable? Stay tuned for more information about this week's episode. people welcome back to another episode of the good Up podcast i i don't always every time i start these episodes i'll be like should i introduce myself for the new people but you know act like you know what's fucking going on you know who i am i mean
1: damn that's a good question maybe next week we could do that
0: yeah we, we could we could we do have new listeners which is a blessing welcome thank to you the guys for coming yeah thank you for coming be prepared um my name is Hey I like to make fuck. I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So welcome back. I don't even know what episode this is because we record in advance. This is what episode three, three. three. This is episode three. Yes. Um, and today's topic I'm actually very excited about because I think it's very reflective of where Deidre and I are in in life mm-hmm. at the moment. Yes, so- ma'am. Yeah, so today's episode is called Choosing Joy. At least it is right now, because by the time I get done editing, I might change that fuck to Choosing Motherfucking Joy. Something, Petty. Enough, We're going to
1: say something throughout this episode that's going to become the episode title. like Pretty much. That's most Pretty likely going to happen.
0: Much, because that's just... That's who I am as a person, you know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, this episode is essentially about... Choosing fucking joy. I don't know how else to explain it. We've done an episode on being um. What is the word? Toxic, toxic. Oh, the toxic, toxic, positivity. toxic positivity. Toxic positivity. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So we've done an episode about toxic positivity, um, and I think that it's just what is the word i'm looking for i excuse me because i, I think they're related yeah hey first yeah. of all let's, <laughs> let's let's do a little reset
1: first of all yeah. y'all gonna love my good sis because she moved this weekend and i was just Listen. telling her like shout out to you for being so committed because the way i set up i was not recording after yeah. within 24 hours of moving so yeah. shout out to hey isa for being here that's number one Listen. let's do this let's do a fun little um my um, background
0: cute, right? But if I see the rest of the room,
1: <laughs> right I'm now, There's boxes
0: everywhere.
1: I I'm dead.
0: shirts. I
1: saw it when we was on FaceTime. Listen. Molly. I was living. I was you like, oh my what? god.
0: Do you, you know how mad I am? Okay, wait. wait, wait. I want to
1: see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pose for bitches because I know what's going on. All right.
1: Everybody knows to choose for. post for. Everybody knows to choose post for. Well, how was your weekend? Right. Let's
0: start there. How are you? How was your weekend? My weekend was good. Um, it. Listen, I feel so blessed because I set out to move to a house and I described the house that I wanted. I am a renter, not a buyer, bitch. Okay, some of us kind of fool that shit. That's no, um, okay.
1: <laughs> you still your bills is paid,
0: so you rich. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I. We had been in the same house for two years, and it was it was just time, okay? Well, that time move? went by
1: fast. I feel like y'all two just moved to that two house. Two years,
0: exactly. Oh, my God. That house, um, you've been through some things in that house, honey. Been through so much in that other house. I literally had my wedding reception in the backyard of the mm-hmm. other house, okay? So, that house was a huge part of our lives. Yeah. But also, we, we went through some shit in our house. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, it was time. It was time to move on, to be closer to work, to cut my commute down from 40 minutes, because who the fuck have time for that every day? Yeah.
1: that's kind of ghetto that's very ghetto Um, and unnecessary
0: speaking of choosing joy bitch so yeah we um i spoke it into existence i described the house that i wanted and the things that we needed from this house and you know we find the house and we've been here literally less than 24 hours we did our final like move yesterday which was hectic and tiring and my body is like super sore right now but yeah i can't help but like walk around this house and be like yo like I feel really fucking blessed and privileged to be able to afford a place like this, but also Mm -hmm. to like, I hired movers with my own money.
1: You better come on. You grown, you adulting. adulting. That's adulting, adulting.
0: And it's the fact that I saved for months and did not touch my savings account because I was going to pay for movers. I am an I used to be an impulsive shopper. Uh, Impulsive spender. So the fact that I was able to do that. But anyway, I just I feel really blessed right now. I'm tired. I'm you know like all over the place because I have walk tomorrow and all of that yeah. shit. But either way, like I'm in a room with a door that I can record in. <laughs> it's really dope. It's gonna be all set up cute eventually, but not right now. um no. So yeah, that's that's what I've been doing all weekend. So speaking of choose enjoy this house is the joy that i chose because i want us i want certain things out of my life that i will elaborate on later in, in the episode and this is a part of it but how was your weekend Deirdre?
1: girl my weekend was good as hell oh my god
0: I you, you did makeup done did you <laughs> been out today I, she said she wanted back on motorcycle i'm like who I was i was and if y'all see me looking to the side, it's because my monitor is to my right, but my camera is in front of me. So I looking at DJ, but I'm not looking at DJ, which is weird.
1: Anyway, this whoever. weekend was lit. That's all I'm going to say. If, if, true, you know, if I could, if I could describe my weekend in a Renaissance song, it would be Cuff It.
0: I could tell you was singing it when we were setting up.
1: <laughs> I was, I had a good weekend. You know, I don't go out much. Y'all know I'm in this house. I'm a hermit. I've been here looking at planets on my laptop. And feeding the boss and walking the puppies. And, you know, I just be running just day to day shit. Right. And then this weekend, me and Chantel, shout out to Chantel. Me and Chantel went out and we had a good ass fucking time. We were turn the fuck up. And it was so short and sweet. It wasn't even like an all nighter. Like I was home by like two o'clock, but we had so much fun. Oh my God. And I drank and I was buzzed, but not like wasted. And the next day, I felt totally fine, which has been rare for me these days. Because lately, every time I even smell alcohol, I don't feel sick. So the fact that I was able to go out and like drink and take shots and then feel fine the next day, and then my friend just picked me up and drove me on the back of his bike, so that was lit. It's 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 a vibe. It's a it's a vibe. I had a good weekend and that's it's giving choosing joy
0: <laughs> like, it is literally giving, choosing joy but you know what i love about it though is that a couple of months ago i want to say last season we were talking about like us staying at home most of, like mm. more often yeah. than not, and because we love our house and like yeah. our social lives kind of dwindling as a result of that and you wanting to like rebuild your social life where you live now and so i love to see when i saw because you posted on your instagram story i see like you out i was like oh she out <laughs> I was so I know.
1: excited I feel like that's how everybody felt because I don't be nowhere like yeah I'll be at work yeah. I'll be at home but that shit gets lonely and mm-hmm. and it's and that's the thing right because I enjoy my company and because I enjoy my family it doesn't feel lonely but what it does feel like is like an emptiness that you can't pinpoint mm-hmm. until you act because I just I would find myself frustrated and being like I love my life I'm happy, but why? What is this void that I'm feeling? Like what is going on? Mm-hmm. What is this random unhappiness that I'm feeling? And it's I just needed to fucking go out and socialize and do something Absolutely. that didn't involve responsibility. So shout out to exactly.
0: that. I love that. So well, thank you for for that, like for jumping in and, and starting us with a reflection of our weekend because it's allowing me to like reset and get to the topic. <laughs> But you, yeah, honestly, y'all, I appreciate DJ because <laughs> my brain right now. Listen, but anyway, so <laughs> choose enjoy. <laughs> so the reason I again thought of this episode is because we've done an episode on toxic positivity, and we kind of yeah. talked about how sometimes people are positive to the point where it's not considerate of people's feelings. Yes. and it's not. Um, Allowing you to be like an empathetic friend. But this episode is more about making sure that you are not harping on negativity mm. and making sure that you are actively choosing joy in your life, right? Because yeah. sometimes joy shows up organically and sometimes you have to go seek that fucking joy. Joy to just be like, hey, I know, but yeah, when you want to come see me, come see me. Yeah. So um, essentially the reason I have started actively choosing joy as a result of the pandemic in episode Mm. one we talked about the pandemic briefly we talked about how it affected our lives how this was like a collective trauma that we all experienced but we didn't really have a release from it and how like beautiful renaissance the album by Beyonce was um because we were able to like choose joy and dance and like feel really good so I wanted to continue having that conversation because I thought that was really important um and I think for me it's very reflective of my personal journey right now so the first question I want to start with is for you how did the pandemic personally affect you on like an emotional and psychological level because I think yeah as far as life-wise, it affected everybody differently, but I yeah. think we all for sure experienced some level of like emotional, I guess, trauma because of the pandemic.
1: Yeah. um, You know, if anything, I feel like what the pandemic did was it forced me to stop running from my feelings, if that makes sense. The pandemic- made me realize that I used to escape from things that were unpleasant in like projects and, um, just my responsibilities, you know? Um, so I'll never forget. And this was early in the pandemic too, but I remember initially, at least in my city, it started with them saying school was closed for a week. And I remember initially just being very annoyed because I'm like the time that, the kid is usually in school is usually the time I'm running errands. What do y'all mean? Like, what are you talking about? And I was in the middle of um decorating my home. So I had just gotten done decorating my living room. And for me, decorating is not just buying a couple things and hanging it up. I'm painting walls. I'm building furniture. I'm, d- I'm doing heavy lifting. So I had just gotten done with the living room and I was moving into my bedroom and I had I had to go to home depot i had my little errands to run so i couldn't do that if the if the kid is at home right and he was virtually learning so i can't i can't leave him home alone he was in kindergarten <laughs> you know um and so i remember initially just being very annoyed and just kind of having an attitude about it like this is an inconvenience but then i had to stop and re- and face myself and say Did you're being a fucking brat like this shit is not even scaring your income <laughs> I had to really sit with myself and said, Deidre, are you having to stay home? It's not costing you money. If anything, it's saving you money because you're not going out spending your money on dumb shit. You know what I mean? So I I kind of realized that I was being spoiled. But then as time continued to go on, like as the weeks kind of kept coming in and the school kept sending emails saying we're actually extending for another week, we're extending for two weeks, we're extending for the rest of the month. As that time continued to go on, I found myself... um not being able to run from my feelings anymore. And I would be randomly in a fucking bed crying, right? <laughs> I'm like, bitch, why are you crying? And then I'm realizing that something very minor triggered me, but what it triggered was very deep emotions that I had to face and I had to heal. So um, in in that regard, it was uncomfortable in the moment, but it was the best thing that ever happened to me, to be honest. That's like that's the best way I can say it.
0: Yeah, I I mean I I feel a mix of things about the pandemic too because so much has happened in my friggin' life from February 2020 to now, right? Because yeah, you went
1: and got a whole husband.
0: Yeah, I, (laughs) I got engaged and married within the the pandemic, which is crazy. Um, but. Aside from that, just like a bunch of life changes, career changes, just so much happened. And keeping in mind that a pandemic for so many like is is still ongoing, right? COVID didn't go away. The shit yes. is still here. Um, but I think for me, the pandemic and being at home more often made me kind of like you said, sit with myself And a lot of the things that I was actually unhappy with about my life started to become more obvious because Mm. I had more time to think about them. I wasn't going, 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 and let's create content and let's do this and let's go to work and let's go to this event. It was like, okay, I'm here. Um, I actually don't like to create content, maybe like all these realizations start happening about like wow this thing actually and i'm gonna use the word joy here because it was like a realization of this thing does not bring me joy Mm, yeah why doesn't why doesn't it make me happy anymore did it even make it ever possibly yeah did Mm, it ever make me happy (laughs) so i literally like started having this just crisis identity crisis um and for those of you who, I don't I say astro bitches. I, <laughs> I don't know what Deidre calls them, but I don't say astro bitches. For astro bitches like me, um I was like, okay, I'm 28 at the time when a pandemic started. Yeah. um Or I was turning 28 and I'm like, okay, this is around the time when Saturn must Saturn return, yeah. The return to pa- he, she fucking belong. So, Saturn, is a- Saturn is he. <laughs> Saturn is a he, okay, so he was wiling <laughs> And yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, so this is my Saturn return. So this is normal. Like I'm going through this phase in my life where I don't know what the fuck I want or who the fuck I am or anything about myself anymore. Yeah. Um. And long story short, because if I go into all of the details of everything I discovered about myself during that time, this episode going to be 87 minutes long. But essentially what came of that was that in order for me to get through that phase of my life and find the new things that make me happy or the new things that bring me joy, I had to choose joy. Like I had to yeah. shift the way that I thought about life yes. and I had to shift the way that I approach setting goals for myself and all of that stuff. And I said some of it in episode one where I was like, I no longer chase accomplishments. I'm chasing a feeling. Like I'm chasing yes. the fact that I want to feel a certain way. Yes. Um, So that's, for me, that's essentially where Choosing Joy came from. Um, But one thing that I have noticed is that on social media, a lot of other women and people in general, but especially black women, are actively choosing joy in their Mm -hmm. lives and then are kind of publicizing it as a form of content which i don't always agree with but <laughs> i was just gonna say, i wonder how much of
1: it like i this is just my personal concern because you know hey i've been very transparent on this show about my um how difficult it is for me to to fully engulf myself into being a content creator mm-hmm. because i just wonder if like yeah you're saying that you're choosing joy but you're turning it into content which looks like work and mm-hmm. Are you able to still maintain that joy while turning it into content? Because if you don't get the perfect shot, are you going to be okay with, well, I missed this opportunity for a good shot, but at least I'm still choosing joy. Does that make sense? Like, where do you draw the line? At least in my opinion.
0: No, I I honestly feel the same way too. I think on one end, people can be very genuine with content creation right Mm -hmm. i think content creation has its purpose i think for so many of us content creation has exposed us to new ways to live life um has exposed us to words that we didn't know the meaning for like for example there are so many women who because of content creators on TikTok, discovered that the things that we have been living with are actually symptoms of adhd that we weren't diagnosed for because it's harder to diagnose girls than it is yes Mm -hmm. um so many of us there's like an adhd gang of like oh that's adhd like and it's not even self-diagnosing like we just did not have the tools or the resources to understand what we were going through right which is fair but then on the other side i could speak to that struggle of like you're so into content creation that everything becomes content right to the point where you aren't living your life to live it Or to feel Mm. it or to experience it, you're living it for the purpose of creating your next piece of content. Right. And there are a lot of creators now who are taking essentially this self realization that came from the pandemic and turning that into a vlog or TikTok content.
1: Yeah. And
0: good for you, make your money. But at the same time, a part of me is like, okay, but as it relates to self care and choosing joy and experiencing joy in your life, i don't know that that should be content i don't
1: know i don't know that it's it's possible to be honest like because then what's happening is you're not living in the moment which is exactly
0: a requirement yeah yeah
1: exactly like 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 oh yeah me going on a motorcycle it was so spur the moment papa just hit me up i was like hey you home i'm like yeah he like you want to come on the bike i'm like hell yeah we dipped you know, imagine me being like, oh, let me find the perfect outfit. Yeah. How let am me I going to sure prop my phone this. up? <laughs> no, I'm getting on this motherfucking bike. You know what I mean? And we'll talk about it later on the podcast. But I just find myself um, wondering how you can truly enjoy something, right? Anything you're doing. If everything you do has to turn into content, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah. And I get it. It's not, and I'm not the authority to decide like who's truly choosing joy and who's not, right? Because mm-hmm. um, it's their life. What they eat don't make me shit.
0: Exactly. <laughs> you know? And like, what if your joy is content creation and and you genuinely love making this shit and this is the joy you choose and that's fair.
1: Yeah. But
0: I think something I would especially like to point out because this has a, this has been a point of debate for a lot of people on social social media. Why am I stuttering today? So. As a result of all of this new, like, self-care content, um, there have been a lot of people using terms like um, luxury, so, like, luxury life, um, soft girl life, soft life. Li- soft
1: don't, life even, don't even get me started on the soft life, girls.
0: Cause... All that good stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and essentially, from what... Because I went and I looked at different videos to understand because I didn't know what soft life was, right? Right. And one thing about me, I don't like to knock shit unless I try to fully understand what people are talking right. about. Mm-hmm. Um, so went and looked at it and essentially soft life and all of this luxury content and all of this self-care content at its core, it is trying to live a life of ease and trying to live a life where you are choosing joy and choosing joyful feelings and a lot of good stuff. And you are not living a life where you're constantly working and constantly struggling fair um, but I think that the way it's being presented is in a very shallow, shallow, unrealistic way. Like, yes, yes. Because it involves for a lot of these content creators spending money that a lot of people don't have. Don't right have. Now. Yep. Um, it involves for somebody's content creators, I heard somebody describing soft life as oh, the fact that I can re- work remotely is soft life. Like, that's an example of how I'm living it. And I'm like, well, you are living that way because you have the privilege of a job that allows you to work That remotely. create, exactly. That's not you adhering to this, like, theoretical way of living. Like, yeah. that's your ability to do it. And again, from what I've heard, soft life is supposed to be within your scope of what you could do, right? Fair. Um, but I just, I feel like this is another way of commodifying joy. Like,
1: Absolutely. And I feel like everything essentially self care. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. And I feel like everything kind of turns into just that. And it always ends up looking the same way, especially once it becomes like a social media wave. It always looks like the aesthetic girlies. Um, And it, it, it somehow always ends up leading back to luxury talk in my opinion, right? Because somewhere along the lines, like luxury talk became a thing, right? And I think it's very cute. I fucks with it. But I feel like somehow the luxury girls took over soft life. And from what I understand about the whole soft life um, movement, from what I understand, it originated somewhere in Africa, I think like South Africa or West Africa. I don't remember exactly where. But the whole point was just that to live a stress-free life. And even when things come up, that would take you to a very stressed state, Mm -hmm. you have the tools, especially like mentally, to be able to navigate that and not let it ruin your your day, like ruin your life, right? From what I understand, it involves truly living a life, like you said, of ease. And Mm -hmm. even if you do have like a nine to five or whatever the case may be, it's understanding that this job is not the only thing going on in your life. And if you need a rest, baby rest, you know what I mean? Um, it kind of gets frustrating to go online and see, you know, one thing that really kind of frustrated me with this whole soft life thing is how somehow it turned into something that's only attainable for people with husbands or people with a partner. Listen, somewhere along the line, the, um, you know, the, 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 the women with the, I don't want to say the feminine movement girlies um but it's somehow kind of turned into this thing of women trying to find a partner to provide a soft life for them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Honey, it's 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 kind of a within thing, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I work a very ghetto job that I despise, <laughs> right? <laughs> um but I have my business that I love and I have my family that I love. And sometimes I'm juggling too much, but I have the ability to recognize when I need rest, and to prioritize that rest. That's living a soft life. That's recognizing something is happening that's causing me to be uneasy in my body. I don't like that. I need to take a step back from that. I don't hesitate to call out. I don't hes- And granted, it doesn't happen often, ironically enough. But if I know I need a mental health day, I'm calling out. And I'm not yeah. even blinking an eye. I'm not even like, I don't care.
0: It's you know, really, that's that's all it is, right? Like, it's I'm saying on this episode, choosing joy. The girls on TikTok are saying soft life. Some of them two months ago were saying black girl luxury, like they're creating luxury content. When the pandemic first started, people were talking about self-care. Essentially, all of this language is, is people seeking this feeling of joy, this feeling of rest, this feeling of
1: you contentment, know, yeah.
0: contentment with their lives. And the reason that we're all seeking that is because we're all burnt the fuck out. The <laughs> Let's be honest, like the pandemic, the reason all of this is coming to the forefront and why I, I touched on the pandemic in the beginning is because what the pandemic made us realize by sitting at home for three weeks or not being able to just go and be up and about like we usually are is like, oh, my body needed to rest. And, oh, me actually staying here for a couple of days longer than I usually would on a regular basis has allowed me to be in a better mood. Yep. And me not being in a crowded place, I'm realizing, like, oh, I don't like crowds in general. It wasn't I even just cr- because of COVID. I don't yeah. like that shit. Like, mm-hmm. Or for me, again, oh, I actually don't like creating content that much yeah. um i well maybe not this type of content i don't like instagram that much because yeah. it makes me very self-conscious and very mm. um a bunch of other shit but like yeah again the pandemic was like a big force for all of us pushing us towards this realization and essentially what so many of us are realizing is that like we want to continue feeling that feeling we want yeah. to continue not experiencing life in such a very tough, hard fucking way. So we're trying to choose joy. So yeah. what the fuck does that look like when someone says, oh well now I want to choose joy. What what do I do? What would be your advice to that person? Like, how do you start choosing joy?
1: You know, a good start would be to sit and be reflective and think of the times in your life when you felt joy. Right. Or even what does joy mean to me? Or just and I think it's easy to manifest a feeling when you know what you're what it's coming from. So if you sit back and you really think back on times in your life that you truly felt good, you felt happy, you felt joy, right? And then you say, Okay, how do I create that moving forward? Um, and I think the next step after kind of doing like an inventory of the times you felt joy before. Think about when was the most recent time you felt joy. And if you have a hard time finding it, baby, you better get that motherfucking ax because you got to start figuring out a way to cut shit out of your life, right? Um, If you find that the times that you feel joy or that you, if you're finding that it's really difficult to think of the last time you felt joy, then okay, when you do have the soonest memory that you can, you know, dig up, then you think about who was part of who was a part of that aside from you you know what i mean um and also what's getting in the way of it cuz sometimes it's just us right actually most times it's just us cuz we have c- control over our lives you know like the end of the day like we have to recognize like you know what yeah this person i may be arguing with them a lot but i'm still in their life <laughs> you know like we can't just say oh i haven't felt joy in a year because my baby daddy been tripping or it, well why he's still in life
0: right if Johnny gets <laughs> two apples and one of them apples is your baby father how about <laughs> like please okay so um i think that i think that would be
1: a good start um mm-hmm. i think yeah. yeah i think that would be a good
0: start so essentially what you're saying is, like, take an audit of mm, your life. Yes, like, absolutely. If if you worked for a company and that company said, hey, we getting audited, essentially what that means is, yo, somebody peep shit and I realize that shit ain't walking. And now we got to pull j- Ali's receipts Hello? to make sure... That wherever areas the shit ain't working get fixed, right? Essentially, Facts. that is what you need to do with your life. Ain't nobody saying like Beyonce quit your nine to five. I'm not saying that. I never it, said that. Right? We all need income. It's not always as it's not always a two step process. Like sometimes I think the the content creators make it seem. Um, it's sometimes a year. Plus, long absolutely, process absolutely, of absolutely, joy. It's more of changing habits in your life, or again, removing certain people from your life so that over time, your life in general is able to produce that type of, of joy and contentment, yes. for you, right. So yeah, go ahead. You were going to say something.
1: No, I don't even remember. But I feel like that's the best way I would be able to answer that. Like if somebody walked up to me right now, or if one of my clients, for instance, was like, you know, Deidre, I heard the podcast and how would you encourage me to choose joy? That's what I would tell them to do. Like do an audit of what your life has looked like. Think about the last time you truly felt joy. And if, you know, I would give them those steps Um, yeah. and then go from there. And I would say, once you are able to identify that, like that feeling of joy then think about the things that tend to bring you joy, even outside of the times where you felt joy. Think about what in your life does bring you joy. Exactly. And if you have a hard time pinpointing it, then it's time to start getting to know yourself. It's time to start getting to know yourself. And you know yeah. what I mean? Take yourself out. Spend time with just you, because that's the real tea. Sometimes we get so distracted feeling like things that are supposed to bring us joy or make us feel good have to involve other people. And it always mm-hmm. distracts us from us and from who we are. So maybe start spending some time by yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So um... and ask yourself why more often. Oh is, hell yeah! Is why it was said. So like along with taking an audit of your life and kind of taking, you know, gauging like, okay, this thing makes me feel good. This thing doesn't. Ask yourself why more often. Like, why do I do this thing? So for me, a big part of it was like. I and I still have this habit I'm trying to work on it but I was spending really long days at work right I would force myself to like finish everything I needed to do in one day because me feeling like I hadn't completed things when I left would make me anxious and then I would come back to work the next day anxious right and I was like why am I bossing my ass I I literally said that one day I was like why am I bossing my ass to finish all these things when nobody gonna fucking die if I don't do them. Like, exactly, I gonna come back tomorrow and it's going to be done, given, yes, there are certain things that need to be done that day and have priority over others. But like, I was treating everything like it was urgent, right? And what brought me to ask myself this question was I was going through leadership coaching and it was my coach who was like, you need to separate the things that you have to do according to like what's most urgent to what's least urgent and if it's least urgent then you are a manager you need to give that shit to somebody else right so I took that concept and tried to apply it to the rest of my life right to all these other things that I was doing where I was like I have to do it I have to do it today I have to finish this thing and stopping myself and being like why do I feel like every fuck got get done right now why do I feel like if i want to decorate decorator room i gotta go buy every fuck right now what on and like just yeah. all these things i was like why am i trying to just rush and get everything done and like just asking myself why more often why am i still talking to this person oh. like why when somebody to call me do i avoid answering the phone maybe i don't mm. want to talk to this person yes yes like- why am i still trying to again back to instagram why am i trying to keep up with this failing ass platform that is probably not going to be here in two or three years um (laughs) for the girls just 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 putting it out there um just yeah asking myself why more often and really and truly that process of why then brought me to like why do I feel like I need to go apply for this next job so that I could have, like, another step up in my career? Like, do I even want to be a career woman? Like, uh, is that me? And the answer was no. Which was crazy because I had just got a promotion when I realized that. But, I mean, I'm doing great. It's fine. But, <laughs> like, I had to ask myself, like, do I actually want all of these things that I've taught? told myself that i want do these things actually make me happy and the answer was yeah no it was no
1: (laughs) i think that'll be the thing when you when you really realize that everything that you that was important to you ain't even yours like Mm -hmm. it's what you thought was important based on like societal norms or based on like what was the first okay moment of transparency and i know y'all love hearing about my tragic love life on this show shout (laughs) out to like literally, you, I can't tell you how many DMs and texts I'd have getting from people look like, I'm like, why do y'all give a fuck about my ghetto ass love life? But in any case, the first time I ever realized that something that I thought I wanted was actually just something that was poured into me mm-hmm. was when I, right around the time I left Dylan's dad, mm-hmm. and I had just, this was right before my 26th birthday and I kind of found myself realizing like at that point, him and I had been together and living together for us for several years. We had a three-year-old and I just kind of found myself like realizing that I actually hate being tied to somebody. I recognize that like, I like companionship. I actually love companionship. I love intimacy and being close to somebody, but I don't like being accountable to somebody. I don't like compromising. I don't like like living with somebody. Like all of that, I kind of realized during that breakup. And I remember telling him that, cause I was so young when I met him too. And, and everybody who listens knows that there's a huge age difference between us. But at that point I found myself like, yo, and I remember telling him this too. Like when you and I met, I wanted to have a husband and potentially like possibly kids. The kids things were still on the fence, but I, I knew that at the very least I wanted a man to marry and live with right but i had never experienced that before and i just thought that i realized that i only wanted that because i thought that that's just what i should do right it just seemed like something i would want but then i realized after experiencing i actually fucking hate this shit right and i don't know if maybe it's because i mean he's the only man i ever live with so there's that
0: right but i remember we are gonna talk about that in the next episode
1: but i remember coming to that realization <laughs> that like i just realized that Everything that I know and everything that I have, cr- this life that I've created for myself, I fucking hate. And I always wanted it, but then I realized I didn't want it because I wanted it. I wanted it because I thought I was supposed to want it, if that makes sense. Like,
0: you wanna know something crazy though? Well, Going through that exact same process when you just get fucking married. No, I, and I'm gonna be, listen, I'm gonna be fully honest with Ayo because I've been through it and we're good and everything's great. But realizing that exactly that—that maybe I don't want to be responsible for someone. I like going through that kind of process and like tied to somebody, and maybe I don't want my life to be about partnership and Mm -hmm. all that shit. When I had just get fucking married, like maybe a year into my marriage, right? And essentially obviously this made it very hard to be married because at it's co- like i could fully and and confidently say but i love my husband like i love steven i love being with steven i don't know yeah. if i love marriage right mm. i don't know if this is the part that i want for myself yeah. um and it was fucking hard because you would be like damn should we get divorced was it a mistake to get married like what do we do and we went through all these emotional things and what i came to was i want at least a part of my life to be for myself and i talked yeah. about this in last episode when we were talking about motherhood when it comes to my personal autonomy and me being able to just go do what a fuck i want that brings me joy yeah. like i love freedom i love Same. being able to have days where it's just about me and i think i had convinced myself and again that's a societal thing that if I was going to be in this marriage that I could not also have that. And that was not making me happy. And again, the whole choosing joy, fuck. I was like, this is not joy. me like that, fuck. So yeah. <laughs> I was going through like a lot of just back and forth of like, what do I do? This is not the life that I want. All of this shit. I want to be in Oregon with the trees and the forest. All that shit, right? Listen, I have this dream life in my head, okay? <laughs> <laughs> then one day something it wasn't somebody it was it probably was a fucking tiktok video which is ironic because we're talking about talking shit about content creators Ooh. but i saw something somewhere that was like you if you want this life for yourself go create the life for yourself like it does not mean that because you have this certain life now that you have to throw that away in order to go get that life exactly get a piece of that life and incorporate it into the life that you have now yes so i started on fridays um going to coffee shops to work right in the morning right Mm -hmm. something about getting up in the morning getting dressed getting cute doing my makeup and going to a coffee shop to walk was making me feel like just i live by myself i don't really coffee shop i'm working like i don't know how to explain it like I would be walking up to the coffee shop and, like, in my head, I singing, like, making my way downtown, walking fast, <laughs> faces past, I'm like, homebound. <laughs> it's crazy how that little bit of a thing, yeah. And I think it was the fact that, like, this is the one thing this week that I have that is for me,
1: yeah, it's mine
0: and. For those of you who've been following me on social media, the reading thing also was a part of that. Like, when I go read and I sit in my car, nobody will fucking bother me. <laughs> like, yeah. this is mine. This is my thing for myself. Yeah. Um, Moving to this house and having now this bedroom that is mine, right? I have my own room now. We still sleep in the same room together, but we have our own. I know what you rooms. mean, yeah.
1: You know, so, it's so funny. Yeah. And I don't mean to cut you off, but I would definitely say anybody who really and truly just insists on having a life partner and like living with them if you're in a financial position please get a, a a space where you guys can have your own mm-hmm. space within your shared space mm-hmm. it is so crucial so necessary yeah. um absolutely
0: get your own room i could yeah i could say that with my chest get your own room yeah and so- you know it's,
1: yeah go ahead he's go always
0: ahead. in our apartment situations at least for the last three years or so he's always had his room because he's a gamer and like he need that space right i kicked you out of the living room a long time ago so mm-hmm. he's always has hit, had his room but in the last house we were in where i was recording a podcast and where my office was and operating my small business it was my own room but it was an open space mm-hmm. where anybody else in the house could, could come, come in. into that space when i was there so when mm. we would have guests i would just be sitting in my space and because it was open it was people understood yeah they would just come start talking to me Ugh. so this is the first time where like if i want to be by myself i could close the fucking door and like be by myself yes. my husband does not listen everything i talk about now please don't assume that like my husband would just be like up my ass all day like we are very autonomous, like people. We love, we're independent. We love to be by ourselves, you know. Yeah. Um. And he gives me my space, and he respects me having my own room and all that good stuff. It's just, I think I told myself that because I was now married, that I couldn't have that anymore. And oh it wow! Was me, it was stressing me the fuck out, and I became yeah. very unhappy off off of an idea that society put onto me that was not actually my life. I didn't yeah. have to subscribe to it. Right. So when I started choosing Joy, I was like, oh, I could just not do that fuck.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I could just do this differently. And like, that's the thing. Do what works for you. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, when it comes to, like, all this society shit, fuck that shit. Throw it out the window. Yeah. Worry about yourself. And, you know, it's so funny because this weekend I found myself, like, telling myself, DJ, just do what feels good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Do what feels good. Like, mm-hmm. just do what feels good, you know? Because, yeah. um, my God. And... and I find myself really being mindful of how I talk to Dylan about certain things Mm -hmm. because I, I never, I don't want him to have to do as much work as I had to do to come into my own. You know what I mean? I don't want him to be in his late twenties, early thirties before he realizes what that means. You know what I mean? Um, that's like that's important to me too and I, it's funny because that's a source of joy for me believe it or not it's um, like shaping
0: it's, his life to be
1: oh to hell yeah that type of freedom I knowing that yeah that's a huge source of so let me tell you there it'll, it'll have times where me and Dylan will kind of go through like something in our day-to-day and I have an opportunity to teach him an important like life lesson and I feel like so much joy from that. Like I, you know, that bitch, you're doing a good job. You know, that's, I just sing that song to myself sometimes. Cause I go through I my moments where that. I feel like I could be doing better as a mom, and then I need, you know, I have to reassure myself sometimes. Diamond will randomly reassure me that I'm doing good. But then there are times where I know I'm doing a good job, right? And that fuck that bring me so much joy. Even just um, for me, it's freedom and freedom is not just like not being bound to somebody else and all of that. It's, it's financial freedom, it's that autonomy, right? Being able to just up and leave um, whenever you want. Um, I don't have too much of that, but I actually have a lot of freedom cons- especially as a single mom, you know. And I know a big part of that is because my niece lives here and she's so helpful when it comes to taking care of Dylan. And the older he gets, the more freedom I do have, you know, because he's eight now. So if it's just me and him in the house, if I need to run to the bodega, I could do that, you know. <laughs> And that's a certain level of freedom that you know you don't always get as a parent. But um, one of the biggest sources of freedom is also that financial freedom to be able to do something without having to think twice about it. And I'm not all the way there yet, but I'm there enough that when that little my broke bestie said he wanted V bucks, you know when when he when he randomly wants some V bucks, it actually brings me joy like that whole process of him working up the, cur- the the nerve to come ask me especially outside of his allowance days you know him working up the nerve to come ask me and then maybe like sure just use this and i'll tell him which card to use cuz he already have them saved on his ps his playstation and just that excitement he has when he like it, you know gets his b bucks and he'll go running back to his room that shit that makes me so happy that
0: just provide enough for him listen <laughs> financial freedom is a good thing to point out because I think for a lot of people, choosing joy sometimes is impossible as far as like the big ways to do it. Um, Because how can you, you know find joy in in like let's say you your joy comes from like traveling and the freedom to like go see the wall and be outside and do all of this stuff yeah. when you work a job that doesn't really allow you to have flexibility in your schedule you know yeah. um or you don't really have the budget to go treat yourself to lunch or go do a lot of that stuff so yeah. whenever i talk about this like i'm constantly thinking about like wow i i feel very lucky that i'm at a point in my life and my career where i can actually do these things right and yeah. where i am You know, living in a house with splitting rent and splitting bills was like I have a shared income, Mm -hmm. um, so I'm able to do a lot of stuff. But what I will say is that Mm -hmm. my choosing joy, um, journey something that I had to come to grips with and make a big decision on was my career. And I'm still in that, in that process. Right. Yeah. Because my job at one point had stopped bringing me joy. Right. Yeah. It's not the easiest job in the world to do because people feel how they feel about the work that I do. Um, and also because I was finally at this place where I was getting the salary that I wanted to go do the things that I want to do. But because I was getting the salary that I wanted, it meant have I had a job with a lot more responsibility, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't have the flexibility. So at one point I had to be like, okay, what is more important? <laughs> like, I need this money to go on these trips. So instead of me busting my ass for these people and losing my shit every week, I am going to come in and do the best job I could possibly do. And on Friday, when I clock the fuck out, I don't walk here. I do not that part. Here. After but I'm five, glad... I don't walk here. Yeah,
1: like, but that's a alone. very, that's a very good segue into, and I think this is the best thing to wrap up on is, even if you're not in a position where you don't have like amazing financial freedom, one of the best ways that you could pinpoint like choosing joy is setting those workplace boundaries, because mm-hmm. the reality is, is the average person, the average American spends most of their time at work. so come to work, do your best. As long as you know you're doing your best. Cause I don't, I'm not a bare minimum ass bitch and it's possible to do the bare minimum and still give that your best. Mm. But that's just me. You I'm know what sure. I mean?
0: like that's one thing people will be like, oh, you know, I don't understand why you doing all of this for your job. Like I going in and I doing the bare minimum and cool. It's just not me as a person, but the boundary that I chose to set was when I leave here, like my email for my job is not on my phone. My Fats. team's messenger yes. is set in a way to where when five o'clock hit, my notifications are turned off. Exactly.
1: My so team you said those. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: we have a motto on my team of don't call here unless something on fire. And if it's on fire, figure out how to fuck to out it first and then Before call Before you call. Exactly. Like, don't call me. And that's <laughs> the same attitude that I
1: have of, like, I come... I give, it, when I'm in y'all's building and I'm working mm-hmm. in, and I'm strict to that schedule, honey. I'm not staying late. I'm not coming early, yeah, Don't, <laughs> I'm not doing it. But when I'm not. there, I'm yours, right? Yeah, I'm dedicated. I've made an agreement to be here and commit this amount of my time to help operate your business. So I'm gonna come, I'm gonna do exceptionally well, and then I'm leaving, I'm mm-hmm. out of here. I'm not staying, like, I'm not doing any of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Um, so I really want to see, especially black people, get comfortable doing that Mm -hmm. and also understand that your worth is not tied to what you produce understand that you are just as valuable just as dope just as important just as amazing regardless of what comes out of you yeah regardless of what you can do for others
0: exactly exactly i mean i i think and there's a, a part of it that i want to touch on really quickly which is that sometimes disconnecting from social media is choosing joy I know that it's the way we stay connected with each other and the world. I know that social media is jokes all day. Y'all don't have to tell me I'll be on Twitter all fucking day. That shit is funny as fuck. Um, but sometimes I have to step away from Twitter because I recognize that seeing people constantly argue, seeing constant bad news, seeing just just the lot. influx of information. If you think about it, you, are, have, you have an app on your phone where thousands of people are talking, in yep. rapid back to back to back to back to back and all of that shit you consuming like sometimes lot, putting energy. that shit down is choosing fucking joy yeah. okay um, but essentially the, the the moral of the story the moral of this episode and the reason i really wanted to have this conversation is because choosing joy is not about accomplishing things that are going to make you happy Choosing joy is choosing to be happy no matter what you have going on in your life. It's yes. choosing happiness first mm-hmm. and making that your baseline and making sure that that is the feeling that you are trying to achieve every single day, whether yes. or not that list of things that you want to get done gets done. But... If you want a man, good for you, want a man. But you should choose joy first so yes. that regardless of what or not you have a man, Mm-hmm. you are somewhat content with yourself right and i'm not trying to be like oh be happy single because i get it i've been there okay let's not act like i was never single so, so <laughs> i just sometimes i talk about that people will be like but you married girl please i've been married for two years come on now two years <laughs> anyway so i am 30 years old <laughs> um but no i i basically just trying to emphasize for people like you said especially black women To choose joy is to choose radical self-care. It is to choose to navigate this hard fucking wall in a way that allows you to survive and to at least enjoy some aspect of your life. And like, if I could drill that into the fucking skull of everybody who listening, but also all of my friends, but also my entire family, like, I just, I would be so happy. I know. I would be so happy. Like, I know.
1: Start by going to like pet shops and cuddling puppies.
0: Man, cuddle puppies. Go look at fish. Go look at trees. So, yes,
1: yeah, sit under a tree, dude. I don't know what it is, right? But no matter, I could be having a shit day at work. When I, by the time I come home, mm-hmm. and I'm greeted by them two badass bitches right there, mm-hmm. and then I'm greeted by my child, I'd just be like, oh my god, I guess so much to be happy
0: about. <laughs> listen.
1: Sometimes again. I go rent a city bike. Sometimes I just go grab one of the little city bikes and I ride around and yep. I listen to my music on on loud. It'd be
0: fun it's as simple as starting with this so here's my advice if you are wondering how do i how do i even find joy what do i well like how do i know what makes me happy literally sit down and write a list of all of the random shit that'll make you happy for example when i wake up in the morning and i have fresh fruit in the fridge and i could just Mm -hmm. stand in my kitchen and eat fucking raspberries out of the content do I don't watch like my food don't judge me I love raspberries but oh just simple things like that when I could go eat that's my joy Deidre relax that's my joy <laughs> Deidre like yeah Res-
1: no raspberries <laughs> are so gross like blackberries really are that girl blueberries love, yes strawberries are no. fruit
0: I'm a fruit but I don't eat anything I feel like the only
1: fruit that really have me like Ugh, is raspberries <laughs> Like I, <fucking> hate raspberries. <laughs> I
0: support your choice by eating all fruit anyway do
1: what you gotta do so, girl but <laughs>
0: Something as as silly and fucking simple as that, like taking fruit out the fridge and just being able to sit in the kitchen and just eat fresh fruit. That yeah. shit will make me so fucking happy. Or when I come home, and I could sit, so this chair, right? I've always wanted a big ass chair because I am a big girl. I want a chair that's bigger than me. So hug when me. I that sit could, in it, it yes. could hug me, right? It was my fucking dream. So oh, when I see these chairs that. on sale at World Market, I was like, Stephen, get in a car. We're going to buy a San chair. He talked with the dumbest fucking thing ever. Not, but when he does no. see me in this chair and realize like how happy it'll make me yeah he gets it because i mm-hmm. chose this is a little just a little piece of joy so yes. think about shit like that like what are these little things in my life that'll just make me feel like good like dancing in my room to beyonce mm-hmm. like oh hell yeah anything that's, write you know, it down and try to find ways to create that joy in your life and recreate it over and over in yes different ways. it's literally that simple you don't I have to catch that's money. a good idea that's a good just idea do that for
1: that's a really Hashtag good idea do that fuck do that oh, fuck. fuck who gonna
0: beat your ass I, I still
1: trying to I, I still trying to find out
0: that's my first who gonna beat your ass for the season oh that's true cause <laughs> you don't usually lead what I want I don't usually come in a fucking episode one but yeah mm. choose joy bitches choose joy don't choose man cause men ain't joyful unless oh. they don't listen to the good up podcast hey Hey. <laughs> hey. hey! 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 Anyway, and anyway. <laughs> why are we this way? I don't know, cause we random. Any any last words for the people? I'm uh,
1: I want to say something really obnoxious. I mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I support no. it.
1: No, no last words. Thank you guys for everything. Thank y'all for being here. Thank y'all for fucking with us, cause y'all really fucked with us, and that's crazy mm-hmm. to me. But I appreciate oh. y'all shout out I to really new patrons
0: your... thank you so much for everything
1: hey thanks for thank being a part so... of the vip section exactly we, we fuck with y'all heavy all
0: right guys we will be right back here next week another an episode you know where to find us on social media at good up pod if you want to help us keep these motherfucking lights on i you know i just moved to a new house i need to pay my rent yeah yeah I don't pay my own bills with your money. Um <laughs> but still, if y'all want to keep the lights on in this bitch, you can find us on patreoncom podcast. Use hashtag, hashtag good up tuesday to tag us on social media and keep positive conversation. We love y'all. Bad, bad 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 bad. Tell tell us on like the Twitter
1: or whatever in the comments um I know. i Listen, I just want it to be clear cuz somebody said that whoever run the Good Up Pod Twitter deserves a raise and that person is Hey Aiza. I don't me, do bitch. it. I'm not I on don't... the social media. Listen, the most y'all going to get out on me is when I get tagged in something I'm going to share it. I am not hey. facil- I just cannot. I try I've tried. When we first when I first be, you know became a co-host on this
0: podcast, I tried. I have the passwords to everything. I don't I log love on. I you to talk about a podcast on your page though. I think it's very like it's very you i love I, I love, love when you to start like doing your commentary on the episode i,
1: I love being on this show and i've tried doing my part to manage the social media but i'm just y'all know i'm not a content girly i'm bringing y'all along for what's going on here and now when i feel like it that's how i manage my own page you know so, at the, I, i'm sorry y'all so um with that being said um tell us in the comments or on the thread that hey Aiza is most likely going to create mm-hmm. what um how do you choose joy what does that look like for you what brings you joy for me something as basic as making sure my bed is made every single day when i come home to a made
0: bed you can't tell me shit
1: (laughs) so let us know in the comments in the thread whatever the social media stuff is and we'll see y'all next time
0: all right see y'all next week hoes choose joy (laughs) bitch and and bye bye Good Up is hosted and produced by Deidre Ritter and Heyaiza Quinones Ivory. Find us on all social media platforms at Good Up Pod. Use hashtag Good Up Tuesday to continue the conversation and get access to exclusive bonus content at patreon.com slash Podcast.